1: You can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com
0: slash weight loss. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who is delighted to find that the Ember Fringe is getting loads of money. It's Richard Herring! Oh, thank you. Oh, you're much better than last week's audience. What a load of, a load of pricks those guys were. Anyway, welcome to uh, Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. I was talking to the co-presenter of Salvage Squad the other day. Uh, he he calls it realist but so I don't know if that's, gonna, if that's gonna catch on uh yeah I was delighted to hear the news that the Edinburgh Fringe Festival is getting eight million pound grant from the from the government it's fantastic news it's so expensive to go up to Edinburgh and they're spending it on a seven million pound permanent new HQ for them can we can we sleep in it uh very angry I'm very angry about that uh the, the, some stuff going on in the news as we, as we recorded this. Uh, I've come up with a sitcom idea. Uh, from this week, I mean, you know, the people in the future who listen to this will know whether this has come true, but there's a chance this week uh, that Trump, Putin and Johnson could all go to prison. I mean, that's, that's... That's a sitcom right there, and imagine that. they're all. I think we could put uh, Johnson put in Trump, which... That's what I... I'd call it, you know, it writes itself. In fact, I'll just get an AI to write it. I think someone did. It worked out quite well. Uh, uh, Stephen Hawking's, the, uh, the, the, the dead astrophysicist man, uh, before he died, admitted that a brief history of time is wrong. I thought there was something off with that. So when I read it, I thought, I don't think this is quite right. Uh, Rupert Murdoch is getting mad for a fifth time at the age of 92 years old. I don't know how he does He's a pussy magnet. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> I just hope this one works. I just hope this one holds. Uh, he did say uh, that uh, that it will be nice to share the second half of our lives together. So I'm a bit worried about what he knows about his own chances of... He's 92. I mean, he could live to 184. It has to be said. So uh, there we go. That's uh, That's... Some top... That's like a proper TV show, isn't it? They would do some topical jokes like that. That's like... It's like a proper one. That's all I've got for you. Right, so that's all I've got. I've been in bed all week. I I went to bed. It was Mother's Day yesterday. I managed to get up and help my daughter make breakfast for my wife and then I went back to bed for the whole afternoon. She had to make dinner, lunch for herself. I came down for that, then I went back to bed. It was the best Mother's Day ever. right. Let's see, my guest this week is probably best known for her research work on the show The French Connection, not the film. <laughs> Will you please welcome the incredible Sophie Duca, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Sophie Duca. Hello. Hello. Welcome.
2: Hello. Hi. Hello. How are
0: you doing? You look incredible.
2: You. look at this oh it's not even it's not even the best ba- i'm wearing so many shiny things <laughs> yes not a, uh, not i mean everything's a great outfit for podcasting but this is <laughs> very wait <laughs> the audience looks so nervous so look take like this i'm about as to well? pull my top off it's oh <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yes! oh i thought i was wearing my shiny bra sorry everyone <laughs> And You've got gotta whack at it out um, it's nice, it's nice to see um Remember work, do you remember you, you did a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes work yeah. before you started be, being a comedian? Yeah, and I did. It not a... that long ago. So do you remember the... What, can you tell? take us through the premise of the French Connection for those who uh, may it's have It's the French
2: Collection.
0: Collection, was it? Oh. Collection.
2: Oh, it's my it's a funny pun. Okay. Um, basically, what it was, was a, one apprentice task, but a whole show. <laughs> so uh, you had to go and get your French collection, so we went to loads of little random villages in France... With three people who would buy a collection of five items. Like okay. they'd spend 800 euros, they'd buy like five to seven items. Yeah. They'd upcycle one, and upcycling is when you take like a vintage item and then ruin it. Uh, <laughs> and then they would sell them again. In the UK, whoever made the most profit would win everyone's profit.
0: Wow. That so was, it's yeah. like the one that's on lunchtime, but in France.
2: But in France. Homes yeah. Under
0: the Hammers one, I say, but it's not called Bargain Hunt. That's it. You know, don't you? You found a bargain hunt? Yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it's Le hunt <Ante> bargain. <laughs> That's what I'd have called it. And what, what did research what research work did you have to do on that, Sophie? Um, what part it, did you play?
2: It's sort of like working in telly as a junior person is sort of a kind of eternal being hazed like they do in, like... <laughs> I, I got, like... So we had a massive van to, like, take all the antiques back and forth from the UK to France in. And I got sort of strapped to the ceiling of that van with like gaffer tape okay. at one point I had to do a lot of translation work because in like a 20 person crew I was the only person that spoke French yes. uh, and at one point we got stowaways in the van um, so yeah it was just uh, all a day's work <laughs> getting made, like, you got like pounds a week you
0: got, can you not see that you got gaffer tape to the roof of the
2: van yeah to like sort of to the ceiling and the walls so like if you open like the van I'd be there like a sort of <laughs> <the> weird spider <laughs> Just strapped up. Did
0: they not like you very much on this programme? No, they did. It was affectionate.
2: (laughs) It was a very, like, boys thing. Like, it was very, like, we're out on the road, waking up at four, we're going to this French market, we're drinking lots of wine, uh, we're breaking lots of broadcasting rules, that sort of thing.
0: (laughs) So this isn't that long ago. You've become a comedian quite... Quite quickly, really. Yeah. And like over the most difficult time to be a comedian. Yes.
2: Um, I think I might have said before that I am like a cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> I thrived in disaster. The pandemic happened and I rose from the ashes. <laughs> Instead of a dark lord, you got a queen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the big news since uh, we last spoke, because we spoke, we spoke during lockdown, is that you've been on Taskmaster. Yeah. And like all the best people, you have won Taskmaster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> i a Taskmaster. You were there. Thank you. <laughs> but even like even the better people, you've won it and also become popular as a result. <laughs> I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> I thought you either won and no, no one was interested in you, or you were rubbish and everyone loved you, but you were good and everyone loved you.
2: That is very kind to say. <laughs> um, I, I just, I mean, it's the best show in the world. It everyone is. says this. It's sort of weird, like, becoming... Famous for licking things, well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's always how I thought it'd happen for me. But <laughs> <laughs> like, it's sort of weird to do something that's so joyful, but not really what you do. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's been quite. It's like Taskmaster fans are also great, so that's been nice. But it is a sort of weird phenomenon, I
0: think. Yeah. Uh, what I liked about you was your relationship. I mean, there was many things, but I thought what was special was your relationship with Alex was particularly oh, yeah. interesting. And uh, I think, I mean, I think you're a, a fairly out, you know, a, an outgoing person. I like to lick in, things. He likes licking things and sniffing things. You're in control of your sexuality, and your and I think Alex is sort of the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was it was interesting seeing it was interesting seeing the two of you interact. Yes, yeah.
2: I feel like um, I sort of brought him out of a shell a tiny bit. <laughs> I got him to stick his tongue out on the yeah. show, which was disturbing, and I made him put put it back in quite quickly. But uh, <laughs> I think I don't I I don't even like honestly that you've said the words Alex and sexuality <laughs> so close together. Um, I like thinking of him as just like a lovely like a sort of like a cartoon character yes. or like a little avatar that only you can see.
0: Yeah, I like thinking of that, but I think he's sort of a repressed coiled spring that one day. Will snap and something te- and do something terrible. That's my guess.
2: Whoa! Just my guess.
0: Okay. There's a bit where he, he held your hair out of your face. I don't know if this was in a task or just in the interview. He had to do the steps thing, and the, oh, yeah, he your did, hair was blowing across your face, and he looked like pleased but very confused <laughs> by what was happening.
2: What by the, the concept of my hair? I think
0: just touching a, oh, a yeah, woman.
2: But, uh, <laughs> It could have been any part it of the body. Um, yeah, I did... I rode him on the show. Yes, that's true. For people did. who haven't seen it, will be very disturbed. <laughs> uh, I rode him. I made him get on all fours and stick his tongue out. It was quite nice to watch that man Yeah, do things that he shouldn't have been
0: doing. I mean, he gets treated quite badly. It is... Fun to mistreat him, though you did seem to regret when you did mistreat him.
2: Yeah, I think it's because he's so pure that you think, ah, oh, oh, this yeah. will be funny, and, and then whenever like Greg's mean to him, or <laughs> you're just like, he's just, he's just trying to photosynthesize. <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to exist in this harsh world like all of I th- us. I think
0: it's a sitcom. The two of you move into flat together. <laughs> he just feels very awkward about the, the difference in your lifestyles, but somehow, no, because in a sitcom, nothing can change, can it? So nothing can change.
2: We just have to carry on.
0: Yeah. I'm going to pitch it. So we'll see how we'll see how that goes. And has the win? So if you, you sort of feel like it's it's made you famous off more famous off the back of that, do you think that's the? Because you've done a lot of TV. You have done a lot of TV recently, so it's not just that. Yeah,
2: but. no, it's not just us, But I think it's like um, I think it's like the uncomplicated happiness. Like people associate you with that. Also, kids. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know my particular brand of like sexual <laughs> race <laughs> racial comedy goes down well normally with like the under 10s but <laughs> uh being on Taskmaster means that lots of kids come up to you which is great. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And they're doing a kids
0: version. You oh my that? god. With yes. With kids as the contestants. Yes,
2: this is incredible. I'm I'm so excited about this. <laughs> I'm so excited because I think kids are meaner. Kids are sort of like harsher and also like more competitive yeah, than don't, adults won't
0: they be crushed if they fail that I mean, my kids my, if my kids anything goes even slightly wrong then they just my son it was red nose day the other day mm. and my daughter got like uh, like uh, chicken pox put all over her face as well as a red nose you know pretend chicken pox. Uh, okay. so my son said he wanted to do that as well and he was really pleased then he came down and says, and i laughed because he looked funny and then the whole he said he said Weak child. Uh, the whole, <laughs> the whole journey school. He cried and said, "I will not want to go to school. People are going to laugh at me." Oh no! And I, I think said, "But that's been... what we want. You want people to laugh at you." This is and he loves making people laugh. But he was then he became incredibly self-conscious. So I wonder if you'll just see a lot of kids have their spirit crushed.
2: And it will be amazing <laughs> television. It will. I don't think.
0: I don't think Greg's going to be the taskmaster on the on the kids one, but I, I wish he was. Cause... I
2: think it would be. I think the height difference already. But. I... <laughs> Is already terrifying <laughs> for someone like me. So I think for an actual child, it would just sort of be like, yeah, the yeah. Iron
0: Giant levels. And do you fancy your chances in Champion of Champions? If Presuming there will be one, because so the, the 15th series is just yeah. about to start. as it's just record. about to start.
2: So there, there
0: will be a Champion of Champions, presumably from the next five. There will be. Uh, Darrow Breen, you're up again. It's, it's a difficult group it's... of people. It's a lot of the... I think the standard... I mean, obviously, let's ignore the tenth one where they were the best person ever, did it? But the standard of the last five has been very high.
2: Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah? I feel like... I don't know who I want to crush most. (laughs) I think it's got to be Dara. Yeah. Because I think it would be, like, satisfying. I think he'd make a good noise as he fell. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I was very intimidated by Sarah Kindle. Yes. In her series. So I feel like... She's probably, like, a, a risky person to have in the mix. Yeah. But I think the satisfaction of taking down Dara... Yeah. It should be the goal for everyone doing <laughs> I that. I think it's,
0: that the fact, it's, mainly, it's mainly a female taking him down. And then, if you win that, you can take me on in the champion of, champion is of that, champions. Is that, is that a real thing? Well, one would <laughs> hope so. So it's not that far away. So, like, with, after this series, that we need to do ten more series to get two more champion of champions. So yeah. that's fine. In five yeah. years' time. If they do it, there's already six more series books. Yeah,
2: there are six more series books. So then
0: you need four more series books. I feel like even that. if this isn't
2: commissioned, you're going to privately organise some <laughs> <this> sort <laughs> of test match.
0: Let's bring it together. Josh Whitacombe isn't interested. He's the first Champion of Champions. Huh? He said he might not do it. Loser? It, yeah, what, he's just scared. <laughs> um, and what have you done with your Greg's head? What do you.
2: Oh, uh, he's currently, I'm on tour at the moment and I went to Swansea and it was a 15 minute walk to the uh, venue and three minutes into the walk, I took an an off turn and I bought a purple bobbed wig for Greg. (laughs) (laughs) So he's sort of, um, now he's where he's got a lovely like purple ombre wig on. I put him in like berets, I put him in do rags. (laughs) I sort of use him as sort of uh, a little head model in my flat.
0: That's, that's good. I, I this that is the, well. this is the truth yeah, yeah it's a good use it's a good use of him um how is the tour going so the tour this this tour is called hag is that right hag yes the show is called hag the yes. tour is called the
2: best time of my life <laughs> um hag i am halfway through the tour although there's gonna be an extension great um but uh it's going well it's sort of a mad thing to do to yeah. be on tour I didn't realise how mad it was just sort of turning up in a town like the Pied Piper of Hamlet <laughs>
0: and being like, come, I've got tricks, I've got fun things to do. But it is really fun. This, it must be the first time you've really done a... It's the well, first time uh, I've
2: ever done at all. Yeah, wow. Yeah. She's left the sweet embrace of the M25. Yeah.
0: And so, but you're selling out and you're selling very well. I'm so. selling very
2: well, yeah. which is lovely. Um, and I, yeah, I I just really like it. I was worried I wouldn't like it because it feels like a way to be mentally unwell. Yes. <laughs> I feel like hard. whenever I say anything harrowing, I've got to sing it. <laughs> mentally unwell. Are you um, on your
0: own or have you got support?
2: I'm on my own. <sighs> has No support.
0: It's like, well, it can be, that can be difficult. It's not bad if you're doing well, the selling tickets. Oh,
2: yeah, if I was by myself, <laughs> if I was literally by myself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've done tours where I've felt like I've been by myself. Though it can be difficult when you do, like, a very successful show and then everyone disappears into the night and you're on your own again back at the... What what standard of accommodation are you staying in on tour? Oh, so
2: I'm quite a, like, frugal Mm. mouse. Yes. In Durham, I was trying to look for a cheap place to stay and the cheapest place to stay was above a pub. Yeah, I've done... And it had like mainly good reviews, but the most recent review said, um, we stayed here for four nights, the bed was broken and there was blood on the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> and then they said that the landlord's friends were all very friendly, but that they also stole their possessions. Right. And I thought about staying there for about 35 minutes.
0: Right. How much was it? it was
2: 40 pounds. Wow, that's a lot. It's it, a lot
0: for getting your stuff stolen and blood and stuff. Yeah, it's uh
2: yeah, so I stayed in a much more uh much nicer establishment for 45 pounds uh where there was no hemoglobin in the sheets. No. Yeah.
0: I in Lincoln I stayed uh, I, got, I got my car broke down and I had to stay in Lincoln there was nowhere to stay except a room above a pub that cost 15 pounds a night including 15. breakfast. And it's not that long ago, it's about 12 years ago, 15 years ago. 15. Uh and um the door had been recently kicked in and and repaired. And it was obviously just like a hostel for for the insane. (laughs) 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 And there was just a lot of movement in the night... Uh, oh, and, uh, and I didn't stay for breakfast. I can't give you a review of breakfast because I just left. You didn't stay for the free breakfast. <laughs> I didn't stay for breakfast. Oh god! Can you imagine? Fifteen pounds for the whole experience. Yeah, no, that's actually that's terrible. What's the? I mean, it was almost worth waiting to find out what the breakfast would have been.
2: Yeah, I forced myself to eat the breakfast because I didn't want them to think I was a pansy southerner. <laughs> they were like, "Is there anything you don't like?" And I was like, "No, I eat everything." And they were like, "Black pudding," and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then I hid it in my napkin and took it with me.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's pretty intense black pudding.
2: I I like just a tiny bit of it. Yeah, I don't want a whole slab of black pudding. <laughs> and also there was eggshell in it. I'm sorry,
0: but yeah. Wow, forty five quid. you not expect. I'm not expecting blood for forty quid. I don't want blood on my sheets, Slave's and I don't want eggshells in my eggs. You call me old fashioned but that's the way it is. Uh, when I was staying, you did Swansea. Did you yeah. find a nice place to stay in Swansea? Swansea's where I had the, the toilet was in the same room as the bed. Oh,
2: lovely. It was in a little alcove. That's a very there was no sex-positive room. I like okay. that. Um, <laughs> I got out of Swansea as fast as possible. Okay, I stayed you. in Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think just because I've never really, apart from festivals, never really gigged in Wales before, I was like, in Cardiff, I was like, I'm going to set a nice place. Yeah. So I stayed at a nice place yeah. where they locked me out before I got in, and so I had to
0: bang on the door. Oh, no.
2: Um, but it was fine. It was lovely.
0: I think it's worth spending the money on the hotel. It hotels. turns
2: out it's nice, to, it's nice to have nice things.
0: Yeah. I think it's, you know, it depends. It's so difficult. The economics of touring is very difficult. Yeah. But I think, especially if you do a long tour.
2: Do you ever foist yourself on people?
0: What? Do, I've been staying... Yeah, if they, <laughs> they're up for it. Uh, so would what, you try, I, to try and stay with the audience? Is anyone... <laughs> I'm going to stay tonight. Anyone's got a sofa? I actually
2: talk quite a lot about threesomes in my show. I know, I know yeah. you do. Oh, you do? How do you I'm, know this? Well, I've read
0: reviews and oh, I've read I'm about so it. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay, I'm happy to listen. <laughs> <laughs> and imagine. I'll, I'll keep my voice recorder right. <laughs> okay, <thank you. laughs>
2: Um, yeah, I talk quite a lot, a lot about threesomes, uh, which is not something I really want to manifest for the tour. But is, <laughs> is if you talk about it on stage, someone will DM you about it. Of course. Yeah.
0: Well, I did a whole show talking about threesomes, and I never got a threesome. Yes. This was before. <laughs> I, I nearly did on the last night, and then I got into a fight, and then it was a good. It was a good story for the next tour. <laughs> I'm very jealous I... of you youngsters and the. The pansex- and and the pansexual world you live in.
2: Oh, but we all live in the pansexual. You can live in the pansexual I, I world. Can't,
0: my wife won't let me. <laughs> also, I, I, you know, Aww. I'm quite, I'm just tired as well. I just want to. <laughs> like having one person to please is enough, right? I mean, so the good thing about having two people is they can just do each other while I go to sleep. <laughs> That's, that would be what I, I would use it. But that I'm is not...
2: like it's sort of like task grabbing.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's I mean, it's a it's a very uh, positive thing, I think. You sound so dubious. So it's truth. <laughs> I'm an old person, so I'm je- you know every, like all old people, I'm jealous mm-hmm. that the world has changed. But you know, as older people than me would be jealous of the uh, sexual adventures I had. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, when you say
2: sexual adventures, you make it sound like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs>
0: It is, but it, you know, there's been a there's been a sea change, hasn't yeah. there?
2: Yeah, there has. There, a lot of more people are sort of. I'm 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 punching the microphone, which is not a good mime. Doing that. Um, a lot of yeah, people are talking about sex and doing sex and doing sex with more people. Yeah. And yeah, dressing up and all that sort of thing.
0: Does it make you happy though, Sophie? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I I absolutely hate yeah, good. how I'm much I'm I fuck. <laughs> I'm glad. To hear it yeah
0: no it's yeah it's a
2: it's a weird thing i think it's like um one of my friends olga cock a great comedian i don't Ooh. know if you've had her yeah and her name also happens to be olga cock which is just <laughs> chef's kiss um so that like, if you talk about fucking you have to sort of pretend you're not having a good time because otherwise it's not relatable yes
0: that so, is true
2: yeah so, yeah. Well, as
0: a comedian, that's true. I mean, like, if you were like a porn star, you're allowed to say it's good. I think you have to say it's you good. You have to say it's good. You have good, to say yeah. it's good. And it probably isn't if you're a porn star. But yeah, you have to, you can't be, you can't come on and go. I'm having great sex yeah. with lots of people. Yeah, oh no, Thanks get... for coming to see me. Bye. <laughs> you have to tell the stories of terrible disaster. Really.
2: Yeah, but sex is sort of like having a lot of sex isn't default good. No. Having a lot of sex could be having like having a lot of those breakfasts that were fifteen pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like sex is sort of yeah <laughs>
0: yeah. To be fair, you know, it's quite a lot of times I've had sex and then had those fifteen pound breakfasts. <laughs> That's a much worse experience. <laughs>
2: oh, I okay. Oh, oh, oh. Do you... food? Okay, okay. I don't know why I'm asking you. Yeah, you ask me anything. And I, I, I feel like I'm asking you this because um, I I forgot that there was an audience. <laughs> um, do you know what sploshing is?
0: Oh, I don't. I don't.
2: But people in the audience because they murmured. There's a, there's
0: a few a few murmurs, not from the front row. They're all looking confused. <laughs>
2: Okay, so sploshing is like food sexy time. So okay, you might, right. like, sit on the cake's face yeah. and, like, smush your bits about or, like, rub baked beans over you and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, if you had to eat any breakfast food <laughs> off someone...
0: <laughs> not baked beans. Not baked beans. No, definitely not baked beans. They'd have to be warmed up anyway. <laughs> I'm not sure that yeah, would not be so nice for other beans. people. Um, I mean, porridge. There's some porridge...
2: There's,
0: there's some porridge going on to them. Whoa!
2: Yeah, warm
0: porridge, hot porridge, oh, nice bit of hot, hot with a bit of honey. <laughs> Not hot, you know, warm. <laughs> nice on the. It would be good for the skin. That you could rub that in. <laughs> it'd be popular in Scotland. It'd like exfoliate. Yes, yeah, it would be. And exfoliate. you could call it
2: Goldilocks and the Three Bears. <laughs> and <all of> that <laughs> <and eyelids. laughs>
0: it's a good emergency question, though. Mm. I'm going to ask about splashing from now on. Yeah. It's a new world. It's a new world, isn't it? It's crazy. crazy. Think about that. Never heard anything like it. Let's. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ask you some emergency questions. Please do. Um, to see if they go. I'll, I'll ask you. This, this is one of the. This is the best question that an AI has come up with. That, that so far, every answer has been good. And this is. A, you know, it's. It's in the same arena as as what we're talking about. What is the most ludicrous thing you've ever done in the name of love?
2: Oh. A baked. You baked. I baked. I was in love. Yeah. And I Googled, what sort of cake (laughs) do you bake for someone that you're in love with? And Google was like, I don't know. Uh, So I picked a Swiss roll that when you cut into it, the little circle bit in the middle is like a heart. I know, but I don't bake. And I thought it was an easy kind of cake to make. (laughs) So I wrote uh, this person a love letter And I uh, bought like 12 eggs and I tried to make the Swiss roll and it looked, uh, when I had finished baking it, like a hate crime. (laughs) (laughs) It sort of looked like an intestine because I put loads of red food colouring in it that had sort of exploded everywhere. It was cracked. There was sort of like cream cheese pussing out of it. Uh, It was the most hideous thing that I'd done, but I didn't want to... um, I'd already sunk the costs in the eggs (laughs) and I decided that I was going to cycle around to their house like it was the 90s without informing them that I was going and turn up yes. with a cake and a letter.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so I did. I covered it in icing sugar and I cycled over to their house.
0: Did they like it? Um, they. Did they, they splosh it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not privy to what they did when they got the cake <laughs> because I knocked on the door and there was no response. And I was like, well, that's why phones were invented. So I knocked again and there was no response. So I got my cake. I got my cake. I got my bike really sadly to cycle away. And then the door opened. And it was their flatmate, and then I was just holding this horrible cake, and I was like, "I've made them a, ke- a cake." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think they did like it.
0: Okay, it's nice. It's nice. It's a nice thing to happen. I did. I, I there was a there was a when I was like about twenty-two. There was a woman I really liked, and we kind of had an on-off thing, and it was a sort of secret thing. Mm-hmm. But and there weren't phones in those days, really, so there was you know that people didn't nice. have mobile phones. So I went round to her. Uh, I bought a bottle of wine and some. Flowers from a, from a like a news agent. Garage, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the flowers were pretty dead. Oh. Uh, and I went round to her house and she wasn't in. And I sat on the steps a bit waiting for her. And then I just left the flowers and the the wine. And I kind of thought this is like a, I'm being like a stalker.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a terrifying thing. To happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, but then I left the flowers, the wine, and the dead flowers on her doorstep for her. Which I think sort of is quite a scary thing to do as well. Yeah.
2: Did she ever receive them? Or did I think she see- did
0: get them. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't think it. We still sort of carried on seeing each other a bit, but it was I was I liked her more than she liked me. Yeah, that that was clear. Isn't yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know where she was. I that think was. that's really cute. It's wow. Well, it's sort of it's sad in it thinking of me sitting there, my dead flowers.
2: Yeah. I meant to do that the other, I meant to get some flowers uh, the other day, but then I was too lazy to leave my house, and it was five p.m. on a Sunday, <laughs> and I didn't do it. Okay. Yeah. We only do what we can do.
0: You do.
2: Um. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
0: All right, if you uh, were to go into a chrysalis, like yeah. a caterpillar, and dissolve, and you can come out of the chrysalis as anything you want to be, what would you like to come out of the chrysalis as?
2: Oh! I would like... Okay, do I have to go into the chrysalis? Is it annoying to ask follow-up questions? No, no okay. it's, it's very important. If I'm going important. Into the chrysalis, do I go for as long as the actual caterpillar would go Yeah, you go in,
0: and the same thing happens to you. A caterpillar dissolves. Okay. And then comes out, and then turns into a butterfly. So you, you would dissolve... You can come out as anything you want.
2: I would like to come out as AJ Ado
0: <laughs> Okay.
2: I love her. Okay. I think she's brilliant. I think I am a poundland AJ Ado. <laughs> <laughs>
0: is she a footballer?
2: No. Uh no, I don't no. Know who it is. She uh she was on Strictly. She's okay. she's a broadcaster, okay. presenter. She was on the uh, uh I mean she's probably a broadcaster. She's like northern. Okay. She's tall. Okay. She's yeah. I'll she's look. perfection itself.
0: Alright, All right, I'll see if I can arrange that for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do one more AI question and then we're going to get back to the real world. Um, I don't know what this one is. I'm going to just read it to you. Okay. Some, some of them are a bit weird. If you had the opportunity to choose between the ability to fly and the ability to walk through walls, but were told that you could only use one of these powers to solve a conundrum, <laughs> would you be more inclined to soar through the sky or penetrate the walls of reality? I think it was very clear.
2: <laughs> I mean, I miss Jeeves. I miss the old days of Jeeves. This AI stuff. Uh, I a conundrum.
0: I mean, Ugh. that's the weird bit of it. It's sort of, if it was, would you rather fly, or be able to walk through walls. I mean, that's not a great question. Uh, but then you were told you could use one of these paths to solve a conundrum. Mm. What would the conundrum be that you would like to solve? What's the conundrum that you're most worried about? Is is, is there a conundrum in the world that you'd like to see solved? The countdown conundrum's the only conundrum I can think of. Uh, I mean, it would seem a shame to use the power of flight to solve the countdown conundrum. (laughs) when You should just be able to do that.
2: It would get you out of there. Yeah. I think I would rather be able to walk through walls. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like either way you're getting sent to the lab. But you could really—I <laughs> think what you could do, like with the like locker rooms and stuff, you could just sort of poke your head through and terrify people, <laughs> and then like put it back again. You could—you yeah. could be cheeky with it. Flying isn't cheeky. Flying is showing off.
0: It is, but you can, you can get to places, and you know there are doors. Is what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would go for. Um, I don't know if this gives away too much about your show. This is something I read in one of the reviews of your show. Oh, okay. but. Uh, uh, that the, the, all it said is you were, you went on a cruise ship with seven hundred older lesbians.
2: Yes, I did. Is that
0: something you want to talk about, or will that give away too much? Oh
2: of no, your... I'm happy to talk okay. about it.
0: What? It's all I want to talk about. How did it? The... <laughs> was every single lesbian older than you? First of all, or was seven? Were there some younger ones? Psst. 700 older lesbians
2: um i think i think it was a sort of like never never neverland for elder lesbians like it was a sort of like beautiful uh sort of uh i don't want to say a safe space but like a a haven a sanctuary um i i think i was probably in the youngest five people okay
0: and what what track were you working i was working on but on the book but it was
2: kind of I, I, like, at the time didn't really speak about being, like, a queer comedian that much. So it felt very much like someone had seen me and I didn't know. I, I felt like a, like getting the, like, um, Charlie Bucket golden
0: ticket or right. something.
2: <laughs> like, I get to go to the factory. Um, it was very it was very intense and it felt like I was going on, like, a big journey.
0: Yeah. Where were you going?
2: Uh, the Riviera. Okay. <laughs> the French and Italian Riviera. Yeah. Uh, it was a week long. It's changed my life. Okay. Uh, I've never, uh, I've, uh, yeah, it's, it was incredible. Okay. Uh, one of the things that isn't in the show but is amazing that happened is that it was uh, 700 adult women, elder lesbians. There were some onboard entertainers that hadn't been booked by the women. So it was the onboard entertainers for the ship, and they were just singing show tunes and like love songs, and I went to watch them the night before I performed, and they were singing... All heterosexual love songs. Right. So they were singing things like "When a man loves a woman" <laughs> to 700 women who were just going boo, boo, like saying "When a man loves a woman." But they got through a, literally an hour's worth of material, and wow. then every single new song was just like another heterosexual, like "The only boy that could ever reach me." And I was like, "Stop singing!" <laughs> Stop singing about dick.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just change, just, just change. Change. change, change the word. Or yeah. you know, hopefully they were hoping maybe it was a, a cruise that was trying to convert. It was a conversion cruise. <laughs> so well, there's seven hundred. Imagine we come out and seven lesbians went. Yeah, actually thinking about it, what have we been doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're old. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've wasted our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I imagine it was a good. Did, did you do stand up on that tour? I did it? stand did up go, on the boat. Did it work well?
2: Yeah, it did. Yeah. But I was I was ter- it was mainly like American women and as <laughs> we all know, Americans are really fun and everyone likes them. Um <laughs> mainly American, like mainly older, so I was like, they're not gonna get any of my references. Um and it was just kind of joyful. I think it's like a demographic of people that don't get to like shine quite a lot because like people aren't making like, say, like um, like, making sitcoms about a 56-year-old lesbian butch woman who works in petrochemicals. But, like, she is at the on party doing a do-si-do, absolutely living her best life. And getting to speak to, like, older queer women was very cool as well. Yeah. There was a woman called Stephanie who sort of ordered ice cream for every meal just to fuck everyone
0: up. <laughs> um, yeah. Sounds amazing. Uh, there, there was an interesting parallel between you and last week's guest, um, Suggs from Madness. Oh, uh, you, know, shame you didn't meet him because it was last week. Um, he was sent to live with his auntie in Wales as a young uh, as a boy for a couple of years while his uh, mother was trying to find somewhere to live. And you were sent to live with your grandmother in Ghana.
2: Yes.
0: When you were young, So how old were you when that happened? I was four years old. Right, and it sort of, and sort of as a. Not a trick, but you didn't know it was going to happen,
2: right? It was sort of like a clever prank, my parents' <laughs> <made>. <laughs> They were like, You're going on holiday. And then I was like, uh, and then just sort of like left while I was distracted by something shiny. Yeah. It was um, because, um, and I do make the joke that they did it just because it was like slightly cheaper, charco's expensive. expensive. <laughs> uh, but I think it was because they were working here and they were trying to be like, We're going to work, we're going to like, you know, get yeah. the money and
0: then we'll bring them over. But yeah. Do you think that, do you think it had, any, uh, any lasting effects?
2: psychological facts i um i don't want to be too mean to my parents because it was it was like a lovely time and i lived with my cousin and my grandma and it was really nice but uh, there was a bit where i just like went on sort of like a four year old hunger strike and I wouldn't eat anything. And right. my my family always says this is like a funny story because my dad came back and I started eating again. But I told the comedian Kiri Pritchard-McLean this story. Yeah. And she went, oh, no, that's what dogs do when their owners go away. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's it. Yeah, it probably was slightly traumatic. <laughs> but I think that's a common thing in comedy where you're like telling a story and you're like, oh, no, this is not what happens to everyone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's sort of odd thing. Like, the, the, I'm think I might mention this a couple of podcasts, but Matthew Perry's written uh, an autobiography, uh, and he's quite a damaged individual. Uh, and he he attributes it. I think you know. I would. I won't say anything more than that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I won't give my opinion. Um, but he attributes it to his parents like split up, and then he was he was made to fly. Unaccompanied, he should have walked through walls. He should have done (laughs) He was made to fly like without you know on a plane when he was four or five without anyone looking after him. And so, that's why he feels he has abandonment issues, and that's why he has to sleep with lots and lots of women and then leave them.
2: That's why I have abandonment issues and need to sleep with lots and lots of women. Is that what it (laughs) is? I think, I mean, like, I feel like it's quite, I feel like I feel quite sorry for only children. I make them like, um. What, what am I trying to say? I feel quite sorry for only children, but I feel like I had my little brother, so we were always kind of like a team. Okay. And I was with family. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think your parents splitting up... If anyone's in like a loveless relationship and thinking about not splitting up for the kids, yes, you should stay together and be unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of, I don't know, it just sort of gives you like a slightly askew look on the world, which is sometimes quite useful, but yeah. sometimes quite sad.
0: Yeah. You know, you seem, to, you seem to be quite together, though. Yeah. Despite this terrible trauma... I'm trying to create for you. <laughs> um, all right. Um, we'll, yeah, we'll, but it we'll... helped that my
2: grandmother was uh, incredible. Like yeah. a G. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, they didn't, like, just leave you in the no, garden. No, I
2: very much wasn't abandoned by the, <laughs> by the side of the road by my parents. No, that's no.
0: Um, Are you going to the Edinburgh Fringe this no! year? No!
2: You're happy about that? Oh, sir. I'm
0: delighted about
2: it. <laughs> I'm so delighted about it, and I, also it gets to be like a moral grandstanding point for me when really <laughs> yes. it just means that I get to be happy and save money. <laughs>
0: because you were, on, you know, you were you, were nom- you nominated for Best Newcomer, or did you win? I was best nominated best for Best Newcomer on the uh, 2019, yes. And then the natural thing would have been to come back in 2020 and you know, sweep yeah, yeah, up. The, yeah, the yeah prize. I tried,
2: but there was a, gl- a national lockdown, yeah, so um, yeah,
0: and did you get to go in 2021?
2: I could have gone, but I didn't want to did go. You know. Yeah, and I've... then
0: you did twenty twenty two, and then I did twenty twenty two. Yeah, so that's you know it's quite a it's quite a um, at that stage in your career that is that's what I thought that's the worst this is the worst thing for new comedians. Uh, you know, there's, there are worse things about COVID, but if we're talking <laughs> about comedians, like if you got to that point where you'd put in quite a bit of work to get established, and mm-hmm. then suddenly there's two years away, yeah. that's quite annoying. But as you say, you did. Things sort of happened for you in those two years.
2: Yeah, I think I think it felt really bad. Like it feels like everything, like everything shut down, didn't have any work, couldn't perform. Um, everyone was sad. People were dying. Uh, but then <laughs> things started to really look up for me. Um, I think it's difficult because COVID for me was quite a bleak time personally. Like, and like I'm sure everyone has like weird stuff that was going on during that time. But I think because I'd worked so hard. To get to 2019, and that year, yeah. it sort of just froze things, so you could just sort of focus and work, and people sort of trusted that I was a comedian yeah. because I'd sort of hopped on, like got my foot through the door, kind of yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, cool. Hmm. What do you think about the uh, seven million pounds on the the HQ? For oh, I the...
2: think they're cunts. What do they need an HQ for? <laughs> <Cool.
0: laughs>
2: what they're not like. Dr. Evil, why do they need <laughs> a £7 million HQ?
0: It's a permanent HQ as well. A permanent yeah. HQ? Oh, good so exactly. they, yeah. you know, they can be there through all the other months when the end of the Fringe isn't on. They can oh, be there.
2: Oh, God. I'm typing? At, yeah, I don't know who's responsible for what's happened to the Fringe, but yeah. I think they should be hung, drawn and caught. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I'm so angry about it because I love the Fringe. The Fringe is so magical and special and i think it's absolutely on its knees
0: yeah i think you're right i think it does well that's it does sort of worry me with with that as well it's sort of it was it was terribly sad and hilarious to read all the comedians (laughs) tweets when that news came out that you would just think all right there's eight million pounds and we're gonna we're gonna do something nice and help (laughs) help the next year's lot come up and you know with eight million pounds we could Probably find accommodation for three or four comedians <laughs> for, for the entire run. I'm talking about as well. So that, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it does feel a little. I mean, I, you know, I understand, and they feel they're they're working for. No, I can't. I can't justify it. I was going to nah. try and justify. I can't justify <laughs> it. But it does. But it, 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 that's what I felt last time. Was it was just and I was up in 2022. 2022. I think, was I? Yeah, I think I was. That's an awesome. And I think it was. You know, it just felt. Um, you know, you have to be so wealthy to be there from either side. You know, from yeah. performing or or uh, or going to see stuff. Yeah,
2: it had lost the vibe. Yeah, the vibe was gone.
0: What can we do? The so, party what, was over. Where can we go? Uh, can we go somewhere else? Swansea? <laughs> yeah, should we all go to Swansea? <laughs> I think. I
2: mean, I'm I'm up for going to another. You know, devolved power.
0: Yeah, that's
2: yeah. And Swansea is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think there was ever powerful in Swansea. Yeah, but uh, it is. Yeah. OK, that's sorted. Uh, let's ask... I'll ask you another emergency question. I'll do one more AI question. And here it comes. Oh, yeah. This is, this is the one. Mm. This will get out of us. Uh-huh. If you were stuck in a lift with a sentient jar of pickles that claimed to be your long-lost brother, would you believe him? And if so, would you risk tasting his briny essence to confirm his identity, or would you prefer to remain a cucumber coward? I mean, that's the the most amazing question. That is written so much in my style.
2: That is... And
0: yet I could never reach those heights. That's what I love about that question.
2: I've got a theory that you're writing the I, (laughs) question.
0: Just on there. I mean, Cucumber coward. Cucumber Um, coward is a great... ..is a great phrase.
2: um, It Uh, sort of reads like something that someone would write while under the influence of ayahuasca.
0: (laughs) It could be, it could be um and if strong the thing is you know wood tasting is briny essence confirm is like if you have a long lost brother you wouldn't know what his briny essence tastes like because he's long lost yeah but even if you had a brother if you knew what his briny essence tastes like that would be problematic in so many ways
2: it's like a sort of pickle cess nightmare (laughs) i i love pickles though Maybe yeah, I do love pickles. I love I love a sour tang. Whoa, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I love a sour tang. I love a I love a kimchi. I love a pickle. I love a cornichon. Do you like them?
0: I like pickles. I didn't know what the last was. The last one you said a cornichon. It's a it's a French cornish pasty. (laughs) Cornichon.
2: Cornichon. Cornichon. I don't know what it is. Yeah, we bought a lot of those in the French collection. It's just (laughs) (laughs) upcycling pickles furiously.
0: I'll try it. I'm going to order it's it. It's just try it.
2: a pickle. It's okay. like a little knobbly pickle, like one that's got lots oh, of spots like on
0: it. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. I smoosh those all the time. <laughs> <laughs> They're very good for smooshing. Uh, all right, one more. One more. There's, there must be one here that isn't weird. What is the point of life if not to find something that brings you joy?
2: Okay, don't get weird. <laughs> what a grotesque question. I, uh, I think it's. Um, What is the point point of life if not to find something that brings you joy? Maybe it's to... Oh, no, you're making me feel like a Miss World contestant. (laughs) I was going to say, like, you can find lots of things that bring you joy, but they're usually just quite, like, navel-gazy, like, smooshing, sploshing, writing poems. Like, I think... It's probably crisps, isn't it?
0: (laughs) It's probably crisps. I think joy's overrated, but, you know, it is... Well, what's the point...
2: What's better than joy?
0: What's the point? Not joy's very ephemeral and passing and you can't be happy all the time. No. So there must be more to it than that. Bitcoin. What's the point? What's
2: Bitcoin? What's the point? Are you you're you're a man. Am I? (laughs) Can you explain cryptocurrency to me?
0: Yeah. It's like a currency, but it's I think you yeah, make it with electricity. Yeah, 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 and, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And then you can use it to buy things you with You've just from proved people. that gender is a construct. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really understand any any I don't okay. understand anything that's happening anymore in the world. I've just got to that point where the world has become too confusing for me to operate in. It'll happen to you, it'll happen to you and you'll go, "Oh, I remember." Is Richard. it liberating? No, it's just I feel a bit detached. The, the, thing that I, the thing that I don't, that, that happens to me every now and again, and it stopped when I, d- I stopped drinking, but it's coming back a bit again, is waking up in the middle of the night quite confused and feeling like you're you disconnected from everything and you can't quite make sense of anything. And you kind of start to think, it, it, as I get older, will this, just, will this feeling just take up more and more of my day until I'm just confused for 24 hours a day <laughs> and don't understand what anything is? Because it passes in an hour.
1: Yeah. But
0: it's a horrible hour. In the middle of the night.
2: You know what I think you should do?
0: What? Go to Film sleep?
2: it and put it on TikTok. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> give it a go. I'd give it a go. And then it's fine, an hour passes, and you're fine. And I kind of got to the point where I go, I know it's going to be fine in an hour, but I still can't get the...
2: What do you do? Do you try and look normal while you're feeling confused? Like, pretend tr- you're like, oh, I, know, I know what I'm
0: doing. I try, but I can't. I feel sick. I'm feeling sick thinking about it. And, I'm fit and I can't... I think it's usually just I've woken up from something that I've slightly forgotten about.
2: Yeah, well, I would, I would love to, like, pick you up. Like, if yeah. I could, like, take you at that point yeah. and put you in, like, a compromising situation okay. and then yeah. sort of watch you try to, like, style out a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, I know why I'm here. Yeah yeah, 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 I know these people. I know their names. I could work with that.
0: <laughs> I wear that and then of course I said to my wife I don't know how I got here <laughs> I was fine it was all good it was all good so like also in lockdown you became I mean you, I think you've been working with Frankie Boyle but you've, you've become like a producer as well as a of the Frankie Boyle's show as well as appearing on it. Is that uh, happened in lockdown or was that before no
2: lockdown? that no that was before yeah, before okay. I was I was like an assistant producer yeah. in the writer's room but now Frankie. you're on it like... but now I'm on it right, okay. no longer in the writer's room It's sort of a promotion, but also sort of a demotion. (laughs) Um, No, it's not. I've had like my relationship with um, Frankie has been like quite. It's quite nice to have a a sort of um, taciturn pal, (laughs) like a sort of like sort of someone whose life is like not really like yours in any way, but you just sort of get on. So that's that's quite nice. We went for sushi when I went to Glasgow. Okay. Yeah. They've got
0: sushi in Glasgow
2: now. Have sushi in Glasgow.
0: It's amazing. Uh, how do you think he'll get on on Taskmaster, Frankie Boyle? Oh, I can't imagine he? it. I can't wait to see it.
2: I, I think that he, I, I'm, I feel like he could have quite good banter with the TM. Yes. Like quite good invective. Yes. But I think fundamentally he will be bad at it, <laughs> <laughs> and I would, I cannot wait to watch it. back. Yeah,
0: I think that's going to be interesting though. That exact, that exact thing. Yeah. That I think Greg might be a bit intimidated I by think that
2: I, I can imagine i think the thing is that frankie's actually quite nice which i don't <laughs> know if he wants people to know but i think like the fury of boyle versus davis could be <laughs> really quite chaotic <laughs> just seeing like small puddles appear under the other contestant seats
0: <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait well the people who are listening at home will know because well, enough weeks will have passed for us to find out and you've been writing have you been yeah. writing a sitcom and a comedy drama? Is yeah. Right? How, can you tell us anything about that or is it still under wraps?
2: I don't I don't know if I can. I right. mean obviously I, I mean I I don't think I I don't know if I can or should. Okay, Obviously I'm writing about the lesbian cruise. Yes um why wouldn't you (laughs) uh i would love to like yeah i have been writing about the lesbian cues but i won't tell you what format i think yeah i'm looking i'm always fantasy when you write stuff do you like fantasy cast it all the time in your head of course yeah yeah so i'm just like kind of like i've got a a list of famous lesbians uh which i keep with me but i think without any context it's sort of like a slightly bizarre thing to have on you um but yeah
0: who's on your list of fantasy lesbians that you would love to work with
2: fantasy lesbians i'd love to <laughs> work with again a worrying name for a list um Fien Shaw.
0: okay yes good yes, yes yes i f I'm get
2: quite, quite scared that people don't know no, <laughs> no i do know yes I um guess. yeah Fiona Shaw, who's on killing eve and stuff who's fancy oh miriam yeah. yeah yeah love a bit of that um who else is on the list I think I think a lot of the, a lot of the people I don't know if they can act, but I would love them anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I I now don't want to say anything because I'm worried that it will be bad.
0: Okay. Do so you don't have to say. And will you be acting in this as well? Are you? Yes. Yeah. you going to be playing yourself. Get me on or the boat. No. Just... No.
2: <laughs> no. I'll be playing someone much much worse than me. Okay. Um, yeah. I think it's I I've, I've like I've written something which is like. Uh, you know, you're sort of playing a character like yourself, but I think you never want to really be you. No. I find it amazing how people like May they just write parts that are like about a character called May who is a stand-up and has all of May's <laughs> personality traits amplified. It's sort of a I, I would find that horrific to do, right? But
0: yeah, that's good. That's but good. I mean, May's done quite well. Out. Of it, so. <laughs> it's worked out for May. Yeah. Uh, currently in Hollywood, currently doing very in Hollywood. well. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. And uh, look, I wanted you've been on all of the quiz shows. So House of Games, I thought you'd do well on. I haven't. You didn't win House of Games. I
2: didn't win House of Games how because David Badil you... cheated. What did he do? He cheated. He shouted out when it was after time, and then I asked who shouted out, and it was me. But he took the credit, what? and then he won. And then he won the time. I'm David, so petty.
0: How did David Badil manage to convince people I that don't... you were him? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know. I'm furious that I didn't win House of
1: Games.
0: Oh. How, were you close? Was it that close? Was it I one came point?
2: second every day. Every day? Every day.
0: So you didn't even get a single prize? I didn't get
2: anything with um, Osmond's face on it. <laughs> Not even when I suggested sploshing after the broadcast.
0: <laughs> and he you He you like you married one of the contestants as well. I he know. didn't even get to marry. I'm furious. I've I been on twice and he never even made a pass at me. <laughs> so I'm pretty angry. Maybe
2: you we were him. too good. It was intimidating.
0: Yeah, it might be that. <laughs> I'm, I'm champion the champions of that as well. Yeah. Cha-
2: yeah. I, <laughs> I, yeah. I think I, uh, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think some of the questions are very hard for someone of my height and age.
0: I think there's, I think you're right. I think it's, why height? But they are, uh, they are, <laughs> I'm not sure the height thing. Not sure that. Was their thing like, get this off a shelf? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think they're very, uh, th- I think that this is true of a lot of quizzes. That, that there's a lot of questions that you need to have been alive in the 1980s, conscious and alive yeah, in the 1970s I wasn't and Yeah, was alive 80s in the 1980s. And I don't think they take it into account. No. And, and House of Games, I think, is guilty of that.
2: Yeah.
0: Sorry. So, there we go. What about Celebrity Mastermind? How did you get on that?
2: Oh, won that. Won that. Won that. Won that. I want to be like an EGOT, but for British comedy panel shows.
0: well, yeah. <laughs> I do is, well. I didn't win Celebrity Mastermind. You didn't? No. What was your specialist subject? Rasputin. Okay. I got the highest ever score, and I still didn't win. Okay. Because <clears throat> then someone got a uh, one point more in the next when they when they. Okay, so you up. didn't get the
2: highest ever score. I
0: did at the point when I'd finished my round, and then the next okay. person yeah. got one more point. But
2: anyone who goes first has the highest ever I score. I was third. I was third. You came third. I was
0: no, I was second, but I was the third. I was, I was no, I was the highest until that uh, the highest you ever d- score on Celebrity Mastermind ever. Okay. Until the so they were quite
2: easy questions.
0: No. I'm a genius. I just yeah, yeah. happened to be You're in a genius it. who lost. I just happened to be their... around with you... someone who was very I, good. I as came.
2: One. I agreed to come on this podcast again because I thought we were equals because we both won Taskmaster. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out that you haven't even won Celebrity Master. No,
0: but I have won House of Games and Champion of Champions House of Games, and I did get the second highest. Now I think the third highest ever celebrity score, which no one will beat because they've made the round shorter. What did? You... How many points did you get?
2: I don't remember because come I on, have you a sex remember. <laughs> What was, your,
0: what was your specialist subject? It was the History
2: Boys. By Alan Bennett.
0: Okay, that's an interesting choice. Yeah. Why did you choose that?
2: Um. Cause...
0: James Corden fan? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Okay. Um.
2: I actually, I do love James Corden in the History Boys. Yeah, I love me, the History Boys because I just thought I was a little northern white boy, and <laughs> I like I, I. So I did go to Oxford or Cambridge. I yeah. can't remember which. Um and. It was just... It's just such a great play.
0: You know, the thing that... And I'm talking about the film now. The thing I remember most... I don't know if they asked about this when you were in your questions. That the only thing I really remember from the History Boys is there's a, a character in it who didn't... Was the only, about the only one who didn't go on to be, like, a household name. Mm-hmm. And he gets out of a shower and dries his hair and his hair's really dry. I mean, he gets it really dry, he, he, and, I, and I'll never forget. You his really got an of, yeah, eye he did, get, They did
2: not ask me he about really,
0: that. Really, he rubs it, and it comes out, and it's really dry, and really? I can't. I can I And mean, you think I have all the actors that would be the one who went on to be successful? <laughs> but that's if but you watch the film. No. Watch the film, and then watch that guy and his hair comes out. Re- it's almost like it wasn't wet. <laughs> that's how dry it is. And every time I dry my hair, I think about that guy. Every I can, single I if, time? Yeah, I wonder if I can get it as dry <laughs> as the guy who didn't become anything from the History Boys. Maybe he
2: had a good towel.
0: Yeah, he, but he had a good towel, but he had a technique. He, it, well, you know, he really rubbed it.
2: What, uh, was it sort of like around the head? I th- I you meant to scrunch
0: it. I think there might have been a bit scrunch, but he really went for it. Watch the film. I mean, that's all I can... I've been surprised. Such an expert on the History Boys... Didn't immediately understand what I was talking about. That was all I'm understood.
2: so sorry. If you sh- asked
0: me anything about Rasputin, I would immediately be able to tell you anything you wanted to know.
2: How dries his hair?
0: If it was pretty wet in the end. <laughs> he ended up in the river. Wow. they right in it. You only know right. when Rasputin was, they exhumed his body and um, burnt him by the side of a road, and uh, he sat up.
2: You see, that is not in the DreamWorks film, Anastasia. <laughs> it is.
0: Hardly anyone goes, goes that far in his life, but that's the story, that they, they burnt his body by the side of a road, and as he was burning, he sat up.
2: It's sort of like the David Blaine equivalent. <laughs> <It is.
0: laughs> and this was after he'd been dead for a while. But, you know, it's, it's physics, isn't it? Yeah. Did and you also, dress also as... it's probably made up as well.
2: You ever dressed as Rasputin?
0: Yeah, I did a show called Ra-Ra-Rasputin, in which oh. I played uh, Rasputin. It was the first jukebox musical that anyone had ever done in 1991, I think it was, before anyone else thought of doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I played Rasputin. Cool. Did all the Boney M songs. <laughs> Remember Boney M? Um,
2: yeah, Mary's Boy Child. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And other songs.
0: Yeah, By the Rivers of Babylon. Oh,
2: yeah, By the... Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Then we got into that one by... Going, <laughs> I'd gone on a pilgrimage with Andrew Makayevich, who was played by Andrew Makay, who's my friend. And then we went, oh... It's been, it's been difficult, and it's been a long walk, this. I think, we have a little sit down? Yeah, let's sit down here by these, by these rivers here. <laughs> <laughs> and then do you remember Zion? Yeah, or Zion Harris. Yeah, it's it a good bloke. So I'm confused. And then we went this, this, so sound, why is it
2: not still running? Like, is, is I don't it know what around? happened. Yeah.
0: I don't know what happened. Sally Phillips was in it. She's gone on to be big success as a result, I think. <laughs> being that that was a that was a while ago um so is there anything coming up you can tell I don't want to hear about my rasputin but i've done two plays about rasputin um lost forty five thousand pounds with the second one that's another story oh
2: that's a lot of
0: a I, lo- I feel the fringe festival fringe should give me forty five thousand pounds of eight million uh to pay back for my disastrous 2015. You've got to put page. on
2: another jukebox musical about Rusby. I will. I do. do the money.
0: I'll do another one. I'll do about Mar Baker next. That will be fun. Um, anything coming up? You can talk about that's exciting.
2: I'm going on an even longer tour. Hooray! Yeah,
0: well, I'm
2: really good. excited. Um, I'm going to be ending the tour that I'm on here in the Leicester Square Theatre. Yes. Whoop whoop. Um, Yes, you're right to applaud this theatre. <laughs> um, but then in the autumn we're going to go and do some more hags in places I've been before and places I haven't been before. Brilliant. And then I'm going to probably. Are you do bumping
0: one... up venue size? Are you moving up a yeah. venue? Yes,
2: she's going in the big tank. That's good. Yeah,
0: that's always a good sign. Yeah, it's nice.
2: Yeah, I don't, it doesn't matter if I sell any tickets as long as I've got <laughs> you know, space to move around.
0: I think I think you will sell tickets. Um, fantastic. Well, do look out for that. Look out for Hag. I'm sure you'll be on all the big shows again and all the down, do Countdown and all that sort of stuff. QI, have you done that? I've
2: never done QI. Have you not done QI? Yeah. Yeah. What? I
0: know. I've never done QI. I thought it was just me they wouldn't let on. No. I think they're racist. (laughs) Yeah. Against people from Somerset. And yeah, people from Ghana. Yeah, I think I think against. that's that's what I always hear. Whenever <laughs> yeah. I speak to
2: anyone who's done it, they were like, they're always talking about Accra
0: <laughs> and Somerset. <laughs> Weirdly,
2: now I've never done it. When you've never done something and you've done like quite a bit of stuff, you're like, D- yeah. does someone hate me?
0: Yeah, it, that's well, I feel that a lot, but you know. But there's a lot of things oh, I have I can't haven't think
2: done. of any reason why any elder lesbians would hate me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh,
0: well, look, it will happen. I'll make it happen. I can make it happen. But you me. can make it happen? Yeah, I can make it happen. You're
2: pointing you. at me like a fairy godfather. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: going to go through walls until I find Sandy Dockswick, and then I'm going to make it happen.
2: <laughs> Please don't leave her some dead flowers and a bottle of wine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's fantastic to see you. I'm really glad everything's going so well for you. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up the amazing Sophie Duca. <clears throat> you have been listening to Rohellostopper with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Sophie Duca. Thank you to Scapregard for all of their hard work on this music. I'm indebted to my producer, Ben Walker. Thank you very much. To Chris Evans, not that one. And all of the team from Go Faster Stripe. Thank you to everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre, especially Jess Davis. She's the best. Uh, This is a Sky Potato Fuzz and GoFasterStripe.com production.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.
1: And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
0: Thanks again for listening to the podcast, richardherring.com slash Ballback slash tour or com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. Go com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out.